0: your Thursday Voice of Change. Welcome to the show. It's good to be here. It's Lauren Jacobs and it's Radio Kate Pulpit. You know where you are and you know what you're listening to. I know that you love Kate Pulpit and so welcome to Voice of Change today. It's going to be a really, really great show. I'm going to be joined by someone who's doing such incredible work. I cannot wait for you to hear her passion, her mission, the challenges she's faced, but also the work that is continuing. And I'm going to be joined by Beliswa Cleo Jacobs. And you know. I call her Cleo and uh, she's recently Mrs. Inuka she's married with three boys she's 38 years old she lives in Cape Town works as a sales representative for a bank for over 15 years but she's also you know birthed this incredible incredible ministry called beauty behind bars which was birthed in september 2016 as a tool to uplift and encourage women who are facing adverse challenges behind bars prisoners and you know women who come out who are offend ex-offenders who come out and her work with beauty behind bars is really really quite different and also very very inspiring and she does empowerment events and all of these are run by volunteers who have daytime jobs but give freely of their time. And so Beauty Behind Bars has wonderful volunteers and has such a strong group of women who are working to empower other women and also to give back to you know, where there are needs. And we are going to be hearing from her. She's faced so many challenges in doing this work, but also the work that she's doing and ongoing among prisoners, ex-offenders, the correctional services is so inspiring, so powerful. You're going to want to hear and you're going to want to be on the show. So Cleo is with me after we enjoy some good in music. So don't go anywhere. Cleo, thank you so much for joining me today. It's so good to have you here on Voice of Change. I know we're going to be talking about some amazing things that you are a part of and that you are doing. And also, some challenges that you face, and also some challenges for the listeners as well. But before we get into that, welcome to the show today. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super excited. I'm super excited. Thank you, Lauren.
0: Well, you know what, it's, it's so cool because I know that we've been connected on social media for quite some time and I have wanted to do, you know, this interview with you in this conversation. And I think, you know, God always has a perfect time, whatever his reason is. And so it is so good to have you here. Now, you do something amazing. I've been introducing you to the listeners at the beginning of the show saying, you know, this is what Cleo does and it's amazing. So I'd love for you to just start with saying and telling us a bit about you know, where did your vision come from for beauty behind vase, vase, bars? bars. bars. <laughs> I said vase, <bars>. vase <laughs> is also cool. You put flowers in and it looks good. Beauty behind bars. This is, this is a very specific vision. It's a very specific calling and it's one that's very special to your heart and very specific to you. Where did it come from? What was this vision that was given to you? What was it about?
1: um it's difficult to 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 it's it's such a broad question because involved in 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 the ministry with the youth and also in the in in the worship team and for a couple of years a couple of years god removed me and he said no he wants me to sit down in the bench and just soaking his love soaking his word and at that time i felt like i don't have any purpose and it took me like 2 years where the holy spirit was just teaching me and molding me in the way that i should go mm-hmm. in 2016 i joined um i joined um the company that i'm working for one of the biggest banks in the country and when i got there i had so much expectations and instead, the, the workplace was so toxic, people were just not in unity, and there was so much brokenness. And I had so much love to give, yet I found myself in, in, in soil that is not fertile. Mm. And I'm like, Lord, you know, I'm a I'm a seed, um, to be a blessing. And God said to me, There are women who are forgotten, rejected. Women who are not um, empowered or who are hopeless, and these women who are in prison, old age homes, in rehab, psychiatric hospitals, in shelters, wherever the women do not enjoy their freedom, those are the women that needs upliftment, Mm. that needs encouragement. Tell them on how much God loves them, regardless of the situation they are facing, and immediately. God said to me, go to the prison. Mm. And where I was working at that time, the prison um, was like 15 minutes away and I arranged an appointment. And, you know, with all the protocols in the justice um, sector, you need to have, like, make an application and go through the quality surveillances for you for them to approve you from working there. Mm. But supernaturally with the first meeting I had with the management in Polsmo they granted the visit. Wow. So I was I was so grateful because it all just began as a word of mouth. And a month later in 2016 in October, um God raised about 50 volunteers these are 50 women from the community that said cleo i want to lend an helping hand what are we gonna do i said look when a woman looks good she feels great so let us um bring out that love the beauty that is on the inside let us radiate it on the outside Mm. and these are women that have never walked in church before some of them are coming from you know um, muslim homes some of them are coming from you know different cultural and religious background so we're not there to just um put uh, the bible in their faces no Mm. we're gonna demonstrate the love of God and the love of God is action and the love of God works in excellence and in order I said we're going to give them pampering treatments not only to give it to them but to train them as a skill that will rehabilitate them when they mm. are back into society so we went in there and we pampered and trained over 160 women on the 29th of October 2016 with um, Hair dressing, pampering, we did manicures, foot scrubs, as well as neck and shoulder massage. It was such a beautiful encounter where we could also give back to the babies that are born wow, in yes. prison. Oh, what an encounter. We could see the women as they are coming inside the hall, the prison hall. and um, Everyone looked like um, they, 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 they've they seen ghosts because they are so tense and they, they're not it's like they're seeing people who are there to judge them but yeah. by the end of the, the, the service or the end of the project that we were there for nobody wanted to leave it was just tears of joy mm-hmm. the hugs that were so tight everyone was like they gave their their lives to Christ. Wow. 80% of women in that room, including Muslim women, including, I mean, there is, and also now is women, a, a lot of population, um, like overcrowding in the prison. So you'll get different race. So most of them, we met even familiar faces, people who we know on the outside. Wow. And they gave their lives. Christ and we gave them instruments to keep them going and a few lot of resources from other organizations that also rehabilitates um, ex-offenders so Mm. it was quite life-transforming having that encounter and from that day we saw a greater need and we've never stopped since that day
0: Mm. Sure, Claire, this is amazing to me. Uh, you know, I visited the home, it was quite a few years ago, so it was a home in Observatory yeah, in Cape Town, and you probably know it, and I, I, the name just really es- escapes me, and they work with women who come out of prison, and the women get to stay there. And I had them on my show, I think it was back in 2019. And so powerfully, you know, some of the women who had been in prison and then went to the home afterwards, after coming out of, of prison, they came and shared their stories. And it was very, very incredible because I think it's easy. And, and this is something that I know you've experienced. You've experienced some condemnation uh, from people for going into the prison and for, you know, doing this amazing work. Well, I'm saying amazing, but it's amazing work that you're doing among these women. And some people have condemned you for doing that. You know, why pampering prisoners? You know, they're there to be punished and to serve their time and, and that kind of thing. And I think that that must be very, very difficult to deal with, knowing that what what you're sharing is, developing relationships with people, understanding their backgrounds, understanding where they where they come from. You know, it, and also, you know, you're sharing the love of God with them. It makes me think of of that scripture, you know, where our, our very own messiah says, you know, when I was hungry, you gave me something to eat, when I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. You know, when I was in prison, you came and you visited me, you know. And although, even though that, that is the case, a lot of people speak about that scripture. You've also had to walk a very hard road, and that is condemnation of people saying, What are you doing with prisoners? You know, they should be left alone to serve their time. Isn't that quite difficult to deal with and difficult to understand that mindset when you see God move in situations like what you've experienced?
1: Sure, Lauren. I've had so many reasons to quit. Mm.
0: I've
1: had so many. Um, statement said to me that made me think twice. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not getting paid for this. You know, why should I go through all this stress? And I remember um, one of the companies who I was um, asking for assistance with. They said to me, "But why carry so much burden? What, what, what? You know, what is your benefit out of this? Because mm-hmm. Why do you expect me or the community to help you while you are working with criminals? Those criminals, they've done so much harm. Mm. And another woman said to me, look, Leo, I want to work with you in the prison because I know a company overseas that will give us funding. Mm and then on and tell me do you know that prison is a gold mine do you know there is so many investors overseas wow. that if they know that there is this project like beauty behind bars they will just fund your money and you will get a salary of fifty thousand a month wow and when i go to some of the prisons because i work with just the female prisons and I, when i go in there i mean the protocol is heavy the red tape is hectic mm. and some of the officials um you know we, we we always have like the um hygiene pack where we got we get sanitary pads for the women because they're only allowed to you know the state gives them three sanitary pads per woman for the month imagine wow. three yeah. pads and the soap, the bar of soap, they cut it into half and then you must use that half, half for the whole month. And the toothbrush, you will get one toothbrush for the whole 12 months. So we try and get like hygiene pack, care packs for the women every time we go there. So in this particular prison that I won't mention, um, our visit was approved. However, on the day of the event, our donations was not accepted. They refused for us to give the care packs to the women, yeah. and they said that it's authorized. But then I told them, "But you guys knew I'm bringing care packs. I'm bringing sanitary pads. I'm bringing lip gloss. I'm bringing um, body sprays. You know, these are essentials that they need." They yeah. said, "No, it's not allowed." Mm. And I had to return back with three hundred packs for these women. So it was so terrifying that even when we are in the hall, we call them the flowers because we refuse to call them inmates. Mm. So when we in the hall, the flowers, um, some of the the prison workers they refuse to stay in the hall with us. Instead, they will go into their cafeteria to sit and play with their phones. Mm-hmm. They refuse to to witness. The joy and the laughter, because they see gangsters in these women, they seeing yeah. criminals in them, yeah. and you know. And the women complain that even when their family members um, register money for them, for them, they don't get all the money. Mm. So it it was kind of um, a point where I had to sit down and really said lord did did you really call me or is it just my head that wants to do this because there's so many negativity around this because society doesn't trust a woman that's coming from prison society doesn't even want to give her a chance for that woman to get a job Mm. and even Family members of that woman, they don't want to be associated with her. Their name is stigmatized because she's like this dirty person that doesn't belong. And the only place of safety is back to prison. That is why mm. you'll find women in prison that have little children. Those little children also goes into that cycle of crime because that's the only life they know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's so important what you're sharing with us today because it's something that we don't often think about. And and I met a woman who was who had been in prison. In fact, she had um, acted in self-defense and and against someone who was raping her, and she got sentenced to jail. These are other stories that we don't often think about in here. And when when really hearing about her background from other people who are working with her. Um, you know, realized there was such gross abuse that she had encountered when she was young and neglect and abandonment. And there was just so many things that had happened. And again, we're saying here that I truly believe that, you know, God has given you this vision for beauty behind bars. And this is impactful. I know quite a few people working in prisons in America and the impact that that has. And also just building those relationships, like you were speaking about, it's not just going in there and saying, okay, you have to believe this, or you have to do this building relationships, sharing the love of Christ. And, and this is something that I really honor you for doing, you know, and I'd love to know from you, you know, what do you see before I ask you about your mission, you know, because I think that's important. I I wanted to ask you if you have seen success stories, you know, when you look back since 2016 until today, you know, what makes you happy? What is what is the, the, the beautiful things that you have seen, the success stories? You know, over the last five years, I'm sure you've seen some amazing things.
1: Absolutely. And that's what keeps me going. Um, you know, what makes me happy and what gives me the fulfillment to keep going and what pours more grace into my, my cup is seeing the next woman um, taking ownership of her life, seeing Mm. the next woman being empowered and feeling worthy of herself and not depending on a man, and also the women that we get to touch um, in prison, as soon as they are released, they get in touch with us. And when we have the next project, we have a panel of ex-offenders in in our volunteers Mm. that are now... Um inspirational speakers. I don't call them motivational speakers because a motivational speaker is a person who talks, and the inspirational is a person who does the work. Yes. So they are now entrepreneurs. They have, have small businesses, and Beauty Behind Bars has aligned them with other organizations that they can now get a source of living. You know, organizations like Micro and the Clothing Bank. A few of them that actually employs women coming from prison. So these women now go with us throughout the country, encouraging other women who are still serving their sentences that it's not the end and there is life behind bars. So what gives me extra courage is that although I have a nine to five job, Mm. therefore I go commercially with the non-profit organization. However, the community has been my left and my right hand because they 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 supporting the mission and they always you know, it's like back in the olden days, there was no money. So yeah. whenever community wants to build this one will come with rice, this one will come with sugar, this one will come with beans and this one will come with and cooking oil and that's absolutely a success story of beauty behind bars because we are better by a community that wants us to move forward that wants us to reach out to more women so that women do not live in darkness and repeat the cycle so for me there is a success story Mm. when community their pockets where their mouth is and including the, the, the company that I work for. You know, um, I'm getting a lot of people that are following the work and actively following the work with, you know, a donation of 50 rand, a donation of 100 rand, buying that packet of sanitary towels. For me, that's a success story, seeing a woman, has been clean from crime, clean from fraud, clean from drugs, clean from prosecution for more than six to 12 months. Mm. You know, that's the testimony, you know, because some of them um, don't have families. So they have to now squatter with strangers. Mm. So seeing those strangers, taking them as their own family members for me that is a miracle for mm-hmm. me it gives so much valediction to say there is power in love and you know god transforms only god can transform them they mm-hmm. only need a second and the second chance is end you need to end that second chance
0: mm-hmm.
1: not everyone comes out of prison changed yeah. therefore that support system and that is what is lacking Mm. that support system for to have the second chance so yeah i'm i'm super excited because um, in the next week on the 19th we're going to oldson mm-hmm. um the female sector there there is a female prison in oldson um so we are pampering over 20 of the correctional services um staff members
0: oh wow that's incredible yes.
1: so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for it's going to be a, a, a lecker road trip <laughs> with my team. <laughs> and and we're and we just going to come there and offload so much love because we are not allowed to see the flowers since the beginning of 2019. Mm. In all the prisons, we're not allowed to, to work inside the facilities, including the old age homes the rehabs, the psychiatric hospitals. So we were just privileged um, to get this invite to pamper and to build the confidence of the mothers who are looking after other mothers
0: hmm and Cleo that's something I want to touch on you know and I think we're going to take a really quick music break but this is something I want to touch on you know the challenge of COVID-19 because that is something that I think has has really impacted all levels of society but we're going to go quick to music break we don't want our listeners to go anywhere because we've got so much more to talk about after the song so enjoy and Cleo is still going to be with me after some good music you with me, Lauren Jacobs here on Voice of Change today. I hope that you've been enjoying the show. If you've just joined us, welcome. Cleo is with me from Beauty Behind Bars, and we've been talking about this incredible vision that God has really given her and the incredible work, the amazing, powerful work that she's been doing over the past five years and also the challenges of that. We know how people can be and we know that people ask a lot of questions and say a lot of things. But when I listen, Cleo, to you speaking, not, you know, just sharing the success stories, but also the vision that God has given to you, also the work that you are doing in the prisons. And now, even like you said, on the 19th, going to pamper those correctional service officers, the mothers looking after other mothers, this is this is, this is holy sanctified work. And I'm so honored, you know, that people like you are doing this, that God has called and raised women like yourself that are so passionate about empowerment of women. And I wanted to ask you, you know, you touched on it before we went to the song, the challenge of COVID-19, which means that over the last two years, and now we'll be, you know, even going over two years. You have not been able to visit the prisons. Does this has this been quite difficult for you personally to deal with? Um, obviously, we understand why it has to happen. We understand that, you know, the safety of the of those who are in prison needs to be taken into account. And of course, COVID nineteen it spreads so quickly, and and it's such a terrible virus. So we understand this. Has it been challenging, or have you found other ways to adapt within the organisation?
1: Um, It came with its own advantages and its disadvantage. Number one, I can say the advantage is that we have no staff members, so we didn't have to carry any expenses. And also we work off-site, meaning that we are mobile to work in the entities that are behind bars, so we don't have to pay rent or anything like that. Where I've seen some organisations, they had to close their doors because there were no funding coming in during mm. this period of COVID. So the disadvantages was, including the, the the small businesses that used to assist us, they couldn't because of their turnover now that reduced. Mm and the prisons shut their doors, old age homes, because they are vulnerable groups. So we we, we had to strategize with my team and see how can we be effective during this time. And there's a lot of need, a lot of work that needs to be done with the women in the community. Mm. And by that, um, while we celebrated our fourth anniversary in 2020, we then um, came up with a boat cruise, all white party, mm-hmm. where women gather to go to the VNA waterfront and enjoy some me time.
0: Mm.
1: With that, um, it brought a lot of um, a lot of good um, friendships, and I, if I can reflect on the love of God. I've seen women who are struggling with their own personal lives and women that comes from society that are going through many challenges of life. And when they are amongst other women, they feel uplifted and empowered. And most of some of the women, they don't have a social life. Mm -hmm. And some of them, they also... Are living behind bars in their own marriages. They are living behind bars with their children. They are living behind bars in their companies. They are living behind bars due to barrenness, due to their children being on drugs, due to being them being stagnant in life. So we find that there is a need with our community women. And hence, we then said um, there was a time. I think it was in August this year, another organization contacted us. They managed to get an old age home, agree for them to do a birthday. And they wanted us to come and pamper the seniors. So for the first time in two years, and I could use the same women that came to the boat cruise. I tagged them with me to the old age home to pamper the seniors. Oh, wow. So... You know, I was like, you know, this love has to be selfless. We have to give this love away in order for for us to feel the magnitude of God's love. We cannot keep this love to ourselves. We have to be selfless in giving it. And with COVID, it also had to spread our wings because women have issues with self-confidence. And then we introduced um, an event where we did a bikini photo shoot
0: for <laughs> women of all cute.
1: of women of all sizes to embrace themselves, mm-hmm. you know, God loves you are. And know who you are, know your place in Christ, because yeah. He is the reason of your being. You know, you should know that. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Therefore, you can do all things through Christ. Yeah. Even if you go to or you go to Peak and Bay, you cannot buy confidence anyway.
0: Mm. Exactly. Exactly. So
1: we, so we then saw transformation for women who just came to have a nice time in the boat cruise and women now who are giving back to the old age home seniors.
0: Wow, oh, this is incredible. I love this because it's it's really I just I just love all of this. And and if anybody is sitting there thinking, what they did a photo shoot for, for women in their keys. Let me tell you something. Body positivity and self-love is a big deal. And it's so yes. important. It's massive. And you know what? Thinking about this, this this also leads me to thinking that. Beauty behind bars is actually very busy and very busy in different areas. So, are there opportunities, you know, that require, you know, more people getting involved? people that are listening that are saying wow you know I really love what you're doing I want to get involved or I want to connect with the organization you know are you do you train new volunteers do you take on new people do you have structures in place where people can connect you know sometimes people have a powerful voice and they just want to be an ambassador or you know they want to just learn what you're doing or they want to get trained or they want to know more are there, you know, programs in place or ways for people to do that?
1: Absolutely. And I remember in the beginning of me starting the vision or carrying on with the missions, I had the honor to, to get the information from other established organizations because I never went to university for this. Mm. And, and knowledge is power. And by sharing the knowledge, we, we are able to know what's happening on the background. We don't assume, but yeah. we understand why a person is behaving in this way. So with that being said, there is always a need. And if anyone wants to reach out, we, we are available via email mm-hmm. or you can visit Beauty Behind Bars' Facebook page it's beauty behind bus South Africa on Facebook mm-hmm. and available available on email mm-hmm. on veliswajacobs Jacobs at gmail.com. Those are the two, um, two lines that you can contact us or via WhatsApp. We do have a panel of volunteers that works with new recruits. Okay. okay. So the new recruits are then taught the basic beauty training as we work with qualified beauty therapists. So those trainers then introduce the new the new volunteers on the basic beauty tr- treatments that we are doing behind bars. Okay. And, and that also, if anyone wants to partner with us or anyone wants to no more we are available on email on whatsapp and on the beauty behind bars facebook page
0: Mm -hmm. you know it's it's so important if if someone is listening that feels you know that this this is something that's stirring their hearts or they just want to connect with Cleo to really go on over to Beauty Behind Bar South Africa on Facebook and, and just have a look at the page, like the page, see what's coming up. And Cleo, I can't wait to see some pictures, hopefully, of you guys pampering those correctional service ladies, you know. The correctional service officers really do incredible, many of them do incredible work and have a lot of integrity. Yes, we know that there are some people that don't, obviously. This is the nature of the way life is. But we know that many of them do and are really there, just really giving of themselves. And there's so many things that I just felt like I wanted to touch on today, Cleo, that we didn't even get the chance to touch on. But I wanted to say thank you so much for being with me today, because this has really been incredible. I feel just uplifted speaking to you today and hearing about this incredible work. And you know what? I just wanted to end off the show today with asking you if you have a message for women out there. And one of the things that I think of is, you know, in, in exactly two weeks, we're going into the 16 days of activism against women and children abuse. We're going into that time where we reflect on making our nation specifically better you know, in in the war against women that we often talk about when it comes to abuse, when it talks about just women's issues that they face, you know, the oppression of women and the inequalities that we still have, you know. And I would love for you to, in closing, share with us a message that you have today for the women out there, of South Africa specifically. Um,
1: Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for bringing up these topics that people don't really speak about. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the boldness and the courage in, you know, tapping into the raw truth, into what's happening, um, the, 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 the topics that are uncomfortable for people to talk about, really. Um, like I've said, women in prison, most of the people see them as being there to be punished for the crimes that they have done. But what about the woman? Who found her husband cheating and she picked up a mug mm. she picked up it and threw it at her husband's face and the husband died instantly just like mm. that does it mean she's a bad person yeah just because you are not in prison you haven't been sentenced to a criminal sentence does that make you a better person than that one um, that has been serving So there is a lot that we have to take accountability and look such deep down in ourselves and said, you know, that woman that left her children and is now in a psychiatric hospital because she is overwhelmed with trauma, she's overwhelmed with anxiety and bipolar, she's suffering from post-trauma. That happened in her youth. You know, she is now being intoxicated with medication because she cannot sleep at night. She has suicidal thoughts. She's faced with maximum aggressive depression. Are you allowed to laugh at her and laugh at her children? Mm. Do you know what tomorrow brings? Do you know that God can change your situation in an instant? Mm-hmm. And I also want to say to the correctional officers working throughout the country to say thank you for opening their doors to organizations that really goes there to make an impact organizations that does not see the prison system as a gold mine I wanna really commend Mm. The genuine officers that wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning to start their shift at 5 a.m. every single day with the smile in their faces because they're not just doing a job, but they're doing a call.
0: Mm. So I
1: really want to give appreciation to every woman and man that has opened their hands to volunteer because volunteers are angels in human forms, they don't, you know, our volunteers, they use their own transportation, they use their own data, they use their own livelihood so that they can be there to make a difference. But nobody recognizes volunteers. So I want to really lift up volunteers that have been supporting me from day one. Those who are supporting the movement Publicly and privately, I really want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, including um, my husband. He's my number one support. I wouldn't have
0: Mm. been
1: able to carry the work. Um, Having little children, I mean, my youngest one is two and my middle one is three, and my big boy is 13. So I've got very young children. Mm. And the, the, the two young ones, they were born while I'm busy up and down <laughs> um, doing the work. But God mm. has been faithful. Amen. So Amen. I, just want, I just want to remind everyone that is listening to this show that you were called for a purpose. Your life is not your own. Mm. And God has big intentions. God has big expectation for your life, not just for you to live your, your life for yourself. We ha- we are here in this world for a purpose, and we are here for a greater good. Mm. So mm-hmm. we need you, and we need each other so that we can we can make a greater impact together. Mm. So
0: th- thank you so you much. And your- Cleo, thank you so much. It's, it's just been so good to have you with me today. And, and thank you. And yeah, we honor all the volunteers and we honor everybody who's volunteering in any capacity. And Cleo, thank you so much. May God bless you and continue doing this great work through you. So thank you so much for being here today and God bless.
1: Amen. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much.
0: So the shout out goes today to everybody who's been doing such incredible work from my side. You know what I want to say thank you thank you as Cleo said to the volunteers to every volunteer that's working in different areas and you know to people who are serving and selflessly giving of themselves and even those of you who are really really showing up right now to your jobs and you're showing up to the things that you are really participating in I know that when we get to this time of the year it gets really really difficult because everyone is feeling that tiredness and wanting that December break and we have been surviving and living been through quite intense times it's different you know and it's incredible that people are still showing up and I want to honor you today for showing up in different ways for you know you if you've faced similar things like Cleo and you've really gone through hard times people have attacked you for the ministry you felt called to or for the way you've had to serve in your communities that have been very very different and you know what I just honor you today for continuing to follow the call of God in your life and for continuing to serve or volunteer or lead or run or imagine or dream or create something that is new it takes courage and bravery to continue to do that and power of the holy spirit and so today right here on voice of change i want to say thank you thank you to everybody who has been doing incredible things this year I know that it has been challenging times, but I know that our challenges have really caused many, many of us to have to rise up into new things. And those new things have been incredible blessings. And also, it's just, you know, having to rise up for our families or our loved ones, having to rise up in hard situations. And I really honor you for that today. I really want to say thank you for all the beautiful things that you bring to the body of Christ. Thank you for the gifts that you were using. Thank you for the love that you are sharing and you know what if today you are the one that's in need of that love of that touch of that kindness then i pray that somebody some blessed angel will come along your path and will really really touch you today and will really inspire you with kindness and will really revive your heart again with a fresh dose of dose of healthy love and that is my blessing from my heart for you today And also, I want to pray that as we, you know, go into December and things get really, really busy, that we will also reflect on, you know, what's important in our lives and get busy doing the things that God has created us to do. And so once again, I remind you, you can always go on over to Beauty Behind Bars, South Africa and connect and just see, you know, look at the photos, see the beautiful work that's being done. And if you are someone that's also been involved in prison ministry for a long time, I know that that is hard work and the last while has also been challenging, not being able to get into the prisons. But I want to say thank you for the work that you're doing among prisoners and among ex-offenders, among people that you know stories you understand and people that you've come to love and that you've come to develop relationships with it's a very specific calling and a very special kind of ministry and so again also i say thank you so much for that it's been so great to be with you here on voice of change next week i have a wonderful wonderful guest joining me who is quite a well-read Well versed theologian, professor, and reverend on issues relating to church cultures, specifically church cultures and their connection with women, and how many church cultures have held women back or have been, you know, teaching some things that we really need to look at. And so, Professor Scott McKnight is with me next week, and it's going to be so great to hear from him. He's really in demand, so we're so grateful to have him on Voice of Change. Look forward to having you and him with me next week. But until then, God bless.